It's time for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Now, let's join your host, Ben Bagley. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of the 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations, Big O Tires. The team you trust. BYU gets the 52-26 win over Utah Tech in what turned out to be a much better second half performance from BYU. It was a lot. There's a lot of time to perform well in the second half. Uh, down on the field, the BYU team getting ready to honor the seniors. Do the senior walking. Uh, get the seniors their blankets. That's going to come up in just a second. Mitch Jurgens is down on the field. He's going to get us some interviews down there. We'll check in with Mitch in just a second. First, fans, remember if the Cougs win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50 on the app or at Papa John's this coming Monday and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location Monday only. We'll go down on the field to talk to Mitch Jurgens with some of the stars of the game. That's coming up. We'll update you also on some football scores going around the nation. Cougar Post Game Live continues next on the new skin BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now, back to your host, Ben Bagley. This is Cougar Post Game Live presented by Big O Tires. Welcome back to our BYU radio broadcast booth here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU gets a 52-26 win and down on the field right now. Mitchell Juergens standing by with linebacker Ben Bywater. Yeah, Ben. Um, so here with Ben Bywater, first off, after a rocky start to this game, how does it feel to come away with a win and become bowl eligible? It feels great. I mean, wins in college football not easy to come by. So for us, you got to respect an opponent like Utah Tech. These guys were good. They play hard. And, uh, you know, they were going to give us their best shot, and they did. And so for us to take care of business in the second half was huge. Yeah, your defense uh, gave up 20 points in the first half, but only six in the second on a late uh, late score in the game. What adjustments did y'all make in the second half to, to improve that performance? Yeah, everyone had to do their 111th, you know, and when guys try and get out of what the scheme and what they're doing, that's when, uh, you know, they'll sting us for big gains. So for us, we just took over our 111th, did our job, and then uh, second half, it paid out for us. Yeah, we senior day today. Uh, what have you learned from these seniors, and what does it mean to you to take the field one last time with these guys at, here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium? Yeah, tradition, spirit, honor. These boys, uh, they've worked hard. You know, I, I've been able to witness that all off season. I mean, these are my brothers. I mean, I'm so excited for them, and it's a bittersweet moment. These guys have put in so much time and effort, and uh, just seeing them get the, the credit they deserve here tonight is going to be so big, and, you know, I could not be more proud of these guys. Awesome. One last question. You have Stanford next week. Uh, what do you know about them, and what, what will that matchup look like for this team uh, for the last game of the regular season? Yeah, they beat Notre Dame. I, I know they, they – uh, and we lost to Notre Dame. So we got to – that's going to be a big game. Stanford's got some great athletes, and uh, it's going to be huge for us. we got to go watch film and, and be dialed every day next week if we want to beat a team like Stanford. So I'm excited. It'll be a huge game. Awesome. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate Thank it. I appreciate you. Thanks, Mitchell. Thanks, Ben Bywater. More what? More of Cougar Post Game Live coming up after this on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Let's rejoin Ben Bagley for more Cougar Post Game Live on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. 
We are back with Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tire. BYU gets a 52-26 win, and we'll go back down to the field with Mitchell Jurgens, who's standing by, by with a guy who had a heck of a first half and heck of a game, Keanu Hill. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Uh, Keanu, um, congrats on the big win. You had a career day, three touchdowns, all in the second quarter. Talk to us about your performance. What made today so special for you? Oh, man, just <clears throat> just the O-lineman and the quarterbacks and the quarterback, man. You know, O-lineman just giving, me, giving Jaren the time to sit back there in the pocket and give me some time to work, man. And on top of that, shout out Puka, man. He was he was driving the double team all day, man. Shout out Puka, man. If, if, without Puka, man, that none of them touchdowns would have came with me. So, shout out Puka. Uh, this receiving crew has been really fun to watch. I mean, being senior day, you've got a lot of guys. Uh, I mean, just so much talent here in the receiver group. Um, what have you taken? What have you learned most from, from the guys that you play with day in and day out? Uh, that uh, that you'll take with you as, as your career progresses. Oh man, you know these are like these are lifelong friends I made here at BYU, especially with Puka Cosley, man. Them my guys, bro. So this this is this this taking a lot from them, man. You know they they teaching me a lot about a lot of uh, inside routes and stuff like that, man. So it's really a blessing, man. These are my long my lifelong friends for real. Awesome, and let's go to your quarterback. Jaron Hall had had a, also had a career day, 456 passing yards, five touchdowns, three of those to you. You guys seem to have quite the connection. Um, is you know not sure what Jaron's future looks like, whether he returns or not. Um, but what's it been like playing with him? Uh, so far uh, in your BYU career, oh, it's been a blessing, man. You know that, like I said, like I always say in every 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 um, interview I take, man, that boy is so talented. I, I, I like him so much because he just he brings the fun and energy to practice every day, and he's just a, a great leader for us. He's a great leader for this team and a great leader for this offense, man. Without him, I, and nothing flows without him. So, last question for you. Um, you've got Stanford next week. I asked this, I asked this question to Ben Bywater, but looking into that matchup, what should we expect from the offense against Stanford next week? Oh, you know, next week, you know, first we got to get through a good week of practice, you know, bring the energy and make sure we get a lot of film work in. Without, without those things, nothing happens during the game. But we are coming out to play very physical, and we got to keep the consistency up for sure. For sure. But the consistency up for sure and uh, coming to play physical, man. It's going to be a ball game. Last game, looking to get a bowl, so we're going to come gonna come ready. Congrats, Keanu, on a, on a career day. Thanks. Thank you. All right, thanks, Mitchell Jurgens and Keanu Hill. We'll go back down to you guys coming up in just a minute. That's going to do it for this portion of uh, Cougar Post Game Live. BYU gets a 52-26 victory. Gregor Bell and Riley Nelson with a few thoughts coming up next. More Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Greg Rubel. All right, the senior day here in Provo, BYU 52 and Utah Tech 26 is our final. The seniors are being honored post game this year, and so they are going through the list, and we'll give you the list right now once again of players being honored. Seniors, along with other fourth and fifth year players Clark Barrington, Chris Brooks, Braden Cosper, Matt Criddle, Lorenzo Fawatea, Blake Freeland, Jaron Hall, Ammon Hanneman, Caleb Hayes, Houston Haymuli, Britt Hogan, Chris Jackson, Lopini Katoa, Jackson Kofusi, Harris Lachance, Hayden Livingston, Lane Lunt, Atunaisa Mahe, D'Angelo Mandel, Earl Tuioti Mariner, Jackson McChesney, Malik Moore, Puka Nakua, Jake Oldroyd, Keenan Peely, Alema Pilimai, Morgan Piper, Gabe Summers, Pepe Tanuvasa, 
Alden Tofa, Max Tooley, Joe Tukuafu, George Udo, Mason Wake, and Peyton Wilgar. Those are the seniors and others saying so long here today at BYU. And the uh, postgame procession and festivities continue here at Lavelle Albert Stadium, where the Cougars defeat the Utah Tech Trailblazers Riley by a final score of 52 to 26. Thought it was great. I did, the offense did what was expected. The defense, uh, I think, a little bit underwhelming, but the change, the adjustments that they made from the first half to the second half, to me, make me feel good about building momentum. Uh, into the game against Stanford. I haven't checked on that score, but uh, you know, David Shaw's a, a prideful coach. You got a guy in Tanner McKee who is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints, a returned missionary who was recruited heavily by BYU. I think he's going to uh, treat this as a special game. That, By the way, that game's 10 6 at halftime. Yep. Stanford and, leading. Uh, is Stanford leading. That game's at Cal. So, you know, Stanford continues and gets a win. They're going to be playing for pride because five, much like 8 and 5 sounds a lot better for BYU, 5 and 7 for Stanford. So Sounds better than you know three and nine or, or four and eight. So, um, but bottom line is, built some momentum heading into next week, and hopefully Cougars come out and take care of business. All right, we'll head back down to field level. Mitchell with Jake, Jacob Robinson next on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel for more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU 52 and Utah Tech 26 is our score. Among the defensive numbers of note today, two solo tackles, an INT, and two passes broken up for Jacob Robinson, who joins our Mitchell Jurgens on the field. Mitch, take it away. Yeah, thanks, Greg. Uh, Jacob, congrats on the win. You came up with a big interception. First off, walk us through that play, um, getting a big turnover for the defense today. Okay, so uh, we're in a drop eight, so uh, I had to cover three to the boundary. Uh, I see the number one, just usually he runs goals, so he ran a streak, and quarterback threw it up to me, so... No, it was awesome. Um, as far as you know, today being Senior Day, uh, I'm sure it's you know brings all the emotions in. You've you've gotten to play with a lot of these guys. Um, what's it like taking the field one last time with these seniors here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium? Yeah, it's for sure emotional. Uh, we've we've been uh, training with D'Lo and Caleb Hayes a lot this off season, so it's it's sad to see them leaving. Uh, it's been it's been an up and down season for you guys. You started four and one. You went through a four game losing streak, but bounced back. Um, last week against Boise, you had a crucial fourth down pass deflection, came up with a big pick, and you're now on a two-game winning streak. What's been the mentality through the ups and the downs this season that's going to allow you guys to, to push forward and finish the season strong? Uh, I'd say it's uh, staying positive and just love and learn. Just listen to our coaches. I feel like if we all listen to our coaches, just do what they tell us to do, it'll always turn out good. Awesome. As a last question for you. Um, if, if you had a message for the seniors today, uh, what would that be uh, for, for all the uh, listeners here on, on Cougar Nation? Uh, I tell them I love them and thank you for all the good times and great advice. Thanks, Jake. I appreciate it. Congrats. Thank you, Mitch. Mitchell Jurgens with Jacob Robinson. We'll come back maybe here from one more player before we get to our Cougar Postgame Coaches Show as we continue on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Greg Rubel. BYU 52 and Utah Tech 26 is our final score. Senior Day festivities still continuing on the field. Players, teammates all out there along with our Mitchell Jurgens. Let's head back down to Mitch. Yeah, Greg, thanks. Uh, here with Jaron Hall. 
Um, Jaron, you had a career day today, 456 passing yards, five touchdowns, another one on the ground. Uh, talk about your performance and, and why today was so special. Yeah, last game in the Bowers Stadium with, with my guys this season. Um, you know, the old line played great, gave us a lot of time. Puka was the ultimate decoy all night. Sometimes they had two, three guys following him, and it just left a lot of great matchups for, for Kibo and Chase and Kaz outside. And, you know, Isaac was involved, and, you know, it was, it was good all around. Everyone was making plays, and, and it was fun. Yeah, Keanu Hill, you guys had quite the connection today. Three touchdowns in the second quarter. Um, I mean, talk about his future and, and his ability to make plays for you so far this season, but also as you look ahead. Yeah, every year he's made a huge, huge strides in, in his development. So I'm excited to see him next year, you know, how much better he gets because it's been impressive how hard he's worked, how much better he's gotten in so many areas, you know, since the, the you know, two years ago when he got here. So he's a guy that I know has a bright future and he'll continue just to get better. Awesome. And let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, first half, again, was, it was a little bit rocky, but they made some adjustments. What's it like to be able to you know, rely on them in the second half, to just, the adjustments that made, they made that then allowed you guys to go in and take off and, and really take control of this game? Yeah, it was big time. They gave us chances to, to put the game away early. And, and you know, offensively, we didn't do that the third quarter coming out of half. We, we gave up some drives. I made some mistakes. And um, you know, a lot of that's on me needing to move the ball better. But they gave us they gave us chances to put the game away much sooner than we did. Um, so props to them for making those adjustments. Dixie State throws the ball well, man. That's a good it's a good offense. Um, great coaches over there. They had a great scheme, and our defense did a great job battling. Well, thanks, Jaron. It's been fun watching you. Appreciate it. You. And uh, good good luck next week against Stanford. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, Mitch and Jaron. We'll come back with the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Postgame coverage of BYU football continues with the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto, conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem. Larry H. Miller Auto, driven by you. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. And this is the Larry H. Miller Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto, conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem. Larry H. Miller Auto, driven by you. Still to come... BYU head coach Kalani Sitake. Right now, here is Utah Tech head coach Paul Peterson as BYU defeats Coach Peterson's Trailblazers 52-26. And Shiler Johnson, our great intern, got these comments from Coach Peterson a short time ago. Uh, this is a really fun opportunity for our kids. Um, I'm really proud of them. I thought they fought, um, especially that first half. Maybe the second half was slowed down a little bit. But um, our guys came out with a lot of energy, and we're excited to be able to play on this field. And, and um, just didn't turn out the way we wanted to, but... Um, definitely have some things to, to, to work off of and, and to grow from, for sure. Sweet, I'm out. <laughs> okay, nobody cares. So, I mean, this had to be kind of a, a, a cool opportunity you know, yeah. for your program. You know, just kind of like reflect what it's like to be kind of be in a you know, stadium that's about half the No, it's fun. Our, I mean, our guys were super excited. You could just tell the energy from them at the very beginning. Just, um, you know, our guys, my guys have a little bit of chip on their shoulder. This is a place they, you know, as they're a little kid, a place like this, an FBS school they wanted to play at, you know. And so just getting the chance to be able to be on the same field as, as, as these guys and be able to compete at a high level and, and make, make, make a lot of plays and make some plays and, 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 continue to grow as a program I just thought it was really fun for them I mean obviously it didn't turn out the way we wanted it to but um, some good good things to, to build off of we're, shoot I got a 
we got a bunch of freshmen and sophomores, and, and um, um, we're, we're, we're competing at a high level, so we just got to keep going. What would you say is the main difference between kind of FBS and FCS? You know, um, is it skill guys or trenches? Yeah, or? yeah, I think the trenches. They, they had some size and length on us, but um, that that it used to be where it was a big big gap. That gap's closing now. I think a little bit. Um, you, you know, you see some FCS teams knocking off some teams all the time, but. Um, I actually enjoyed playing these guys uh, at the end of the season than, than at the beginning. You know, um, you usually play those money games at the beginning, but um, this, this is fun to, to close out on a, with a fun game. So, uh, yo, uh, Joe Boyle, what's up, Joe? Good game, fun game. So, going into this game is a three-game win streak, and then this one kind of got away, especially in the second half. But yeah. How can you? I mean, it's still you know you're playing a established program like CYU. So yeah. how? Would you say these last four games kind of set the tone for next year? Yeah, I, I mean, so we still got a chance to, to be, uh, I don't know if that game's over. Stephen F. Austin and um, Abilene Christian are playing uh, for the for the WAC title. Stephen F. Austin beat them 24-21. Okay, so we took third. If Stephen F. lost, we would have been second in our conference. So, um, But did some did some good things. There were, there were some games early in the middle of the season that were, that were close. We just couldn't finish. Um, and, um, you know, we figured out how to win a close game at Stephen F. on the last – uh, one second on the one yard line, and we stopped them. You know, so we just got a little momentum, and we're able to get that three game run. And so our guys, you know, recognized that we could, we could, we could play and hang, and they put some tremendous work in and believed in one another. And so I think, in a game like this coming into to next year, I think our guys are are going to be excited and motivated to get to that next. What's that next step look like? And by the time 24 hits, when when the probation is done, when we get to be able to play uh, for the playoffs. Um, I think I think we'll be hitting our stride perfectly. So we're right where we need to be. I think. Yeah. It's like a probation to play enough years. Yeah, you got to wait four years in order to be eligible right. for the playoffs when you when you transition, and so okay. we'll patiently wait so that. You guys were JC. We were no, we were we were JC 2005-6 was our last junior college oh, year, yeah. and we were a Division two program. Division two. Oh six to. Yeah. This is our third year at the FCS and Division one level. All right, that's Coach Paul Peterson from Utah Tech. Thanks to Shyler Johnson for going down in the locker room and getting that sound. I'm Ben Bagley filling in for Greg Rebell, who's sprinting over to the Marriott Center for basketball coming up. Riley Nelson alongside as we are in the Cougar, po- uh, Cougar Coaches Show, Larry H. Miller Cougar Post Game Show. Coming up next, we'll get Kalani Sataki live from the podium in his press game post conference. You're listening live to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show here on the BYU New- uh, the New Skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Greg bounced to the Marriott Center for BYU basketball coming up in about an hour and a half. Ben Bagley filling in for Greg, Riley Nelson in the booth. This is the Larry H. Miller Cougar Post Game Coaches Show, waiting for Kalani Sataki to get to the podium to do his press game pre- post-game press conference. BYU gets the victory 52-26, and they are one very important thing now. Officially, Riley, bowl eligible. 6-5 and five and winning record. They uh, did a great job tonight. I just In our last segment, we heard from Coach Paul Peterson talking about the uh, where, how far Utah Tech has come, and I think uh, football in the state of Utah will only continue to grow when you see the emergence of programs like Utah Tech be able to do what they did with BYU today, and hopefully you know the longstanding tra- traditional programs of Utah and BYU and Utah State do that as Weaver State continues its 
positive role, and Utah Tech and others continue to progress. So football in the state of Utah, really exciting present and uh, optimistic future. It is time for the Economic Partners Valuable Stat of the Game. BYU's accounting program is nationally ranked, so it's no surprise one of the nation's top business Businesses evaluation firms is running by diehard BYU fans. Need evaluation for your business? Go to econ, econpartners.com. Let me say that again. Go to econpartners.com. The, the valuable stat today, it's a, kind of a weird one for you, Riley, but it's just I was impressed with Christopher Brooks and how he ran angry in the second half. So the valuable stat of the game is Christopher Brooks, 8.5 yards per carry. Much of that come in the second half where he just ran some people over. Yeah, I feel bad for him. He transferred in as Kalani uh, is just sitting down on the podium. So we will go down to him as he starts his post-game press conference comments. Well, uh, yeah, we got the win. Um, bowl eligible now and get to extend the season. So there's a lot of guys happy. We got the win at home and, and uh, last game at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So uh, you know, we'll keep building from this and Obviously, didn't go as clean as I would like, but um, a lot of the, these FCS games end up being being like that sometimes. And so, uh, just glad that we were able to play all four quarters and and uh, you know own the game like we, like we know we could. So, um, take any questions you guys may have. Mm-hmm. That second quarter was really big. Yeah, I mean, the first quarter, yeah, uh, and you have to give credit to, to Utah Tech. They, they made some plays, got some stops, uh, got some big plays on the uh, first half. I, I could tell you it was, it was uh, two big passes and then a turnover that we had gave them the two field goals and a touchdown. And so um, we knew that we came out, just everyone just do their job. That was the goal. Talk about it at halftime. Defense, everyone does their 111th, and uh, we make up the difference or any mistakes with our, our effort and our energy. So guys played well, and, and I think in the second half, I can't remember how many first downs they had. Or I think the um, we've made some changes. I, but, you know, I think you give up a, a cheap one at the end, uh, but I think it's it's, it's uh, provides our guys some growth and some learning experiences. And so I think we traded uh, points for opportunity for the guys to make plays. And so, um, but yeah, but it didn't... didn't um, no, I, I just I think everybody expects the FBS team to be up by 50 in the first quarter. You know what I mean? So that's uh, and you can see all throughout football. Sometimes you just gotta just keep playing all four quarters. And we knew we were gonna get their best shot, and, and things look kind of rocky, especially in the first quarter. But we know the game's a long game, and uh, we knew our guys would settle settle down and and uh, own, own the game. I thought defensively we wanted to control the the run game with three man rush, and that's what we did in the second half. And, uh, I thought we got some pressure on the quarterbacks. We, we missed some sacks in a three-man rush, but I just felt like we could do that. So, any questions? Yeah, you, you probably wanted to get Jake in the game a little sooner. Was that kind of disappointing that you just just didn't couldn't quite get over? Yeah, that? yeah, and then and then um, you know just wanted to see him throw the ball, but but at the end we we're just trying to run the clock out, and it took some timeouts. And, and uh, but it, you know I think the right thing to do was just keep running the ball. And, and obviously they're focused on the inside run, and, and we're able to hit a fly sweep for a touchdown. And that's, um, but it's good. I mean, you wanted to get guys some reps, especially when the game was under control. We just, we never. It took a while to get there, you know. So, and that just that happens sometimes. Chalk up the penalties in, in the second half in particular to just have a bye week being not in rhythm. What, what was the issue with the penalties? No, I thought I think the 
the rhythm would be if it was like a lot of false starts or issues. You know, I think you're saying us using the timeouts. That was just us not getting the call in the right time and not having the urgency with the play call. And so we got behind the clock a little bit and had to use some timeouts. I don't know if that's what you're talking about, but the, the penalties. You said the penalties. That's part of the game. I mean, that's I don't know some holding and, and stuff like that. I think I think we just. And we had some uncharacteristic plays with some unsportsmanlike things like that. I think the guys were a little upset, had a little, a little bit chippy because of some of the things that were said all week, you know. And so our guys aren't, aren't blind; they, they know what was being said, and so they wanted to just get after it. And we were a little physical and cost us some plays, you know. But that's that's all right. Said by Utah Tech or yeah, there's just some things that were said by by, by them that that uh, our guys just really wanted to get to this game. Get a bowl invitation mm-hmm. right after you got eligible. Do you have an inkling of something that it, it could come soon? I that's 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 my understanding, but I mean, I, I probably should have said that. You know, I, I'm sure Tom was really excited when I said that, but um, maybe that's just my wish. I just want to know. I want to know right now where we're going to be, so we can make plans and and organize our schedule and to try to utilize the the time that we have. You know, and whether this it's just good to know ahead of time when our guys are going through finals and things like that. But we know we're going to have a bowl a bowl game. That's good. But I think the focus now, if we do know where we're going, that's great. But if not, then we'll just get ready for, um, regardless whether we know or not, we're going to get ready for the Stanford game next week. You made progress from Boise State went to in this performance today. Yeah, I, I think um, if you're looking at offensively, I, obviously we wish we could do more and, and get more points and, and every, every down score touchdowns, you know. But uh, you have to give credit to Tech. They they made some plays. They they, they did some things where they uh, were trying to take Puka away. I think they bracketed and double double teamed him quite a bit, and and Keanu was the one to benefit from that. So, uh, you know, credit to our guys for finding the open man and, and for Jaron throwing the ball downfield. And um, they didn't go error free. There were still mistakes out there, but for the most part, most part the guys played really well and they didn't didn't stop and didn't panic. I didn't think the, the there was a loss of composure. You know what I mean. I think the guys were poised and and understood that we were going to get their best shot and just had to just kind of like settle down and just play ball. And the offense was able to do that in the second second quarter, score some points, and then defensively we definitely did that in the second half. You know, that one drive that I think was on, on on a lot of the young guys, but that's that's all right. Going back to that bowl question, have you been told of any potential bowls that you guys could, could make? Have you honed that list at all? Have you been um, told no, but I think everybody has, like, uh, there's plenty of people that do their predictions. So, I mean, maybe one of those guys is right. I don't know. But I'm just glad that we get to go bowling and, and that um, there's guys on our team that haven't been to a bowl game, you know, and, and they're really excited and emotional about it. And so, and I'm just really happy that we got the win for our guys. This is the last game in Little Edward Stadium. So, um, it's hard to get the whole team together because they're still out there with their families taking pictures and just remember the moment. I've been there. I, I was in that same moment when it was my last game in, in the stadium and um, just really appreciate all the fans and everybody that showed support. And uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, it was good to get a win in a day game and <laughs> have to deal with the sun, things like that. It's just kind of, I'm not, just not used to it, but I'm, I'm glad our guys were able to get it done and, and make it happen. Coach, you mentioned that you, you know you were a player once at that player room with your family. How special is that now as a coach and honoring as many guys as you did today? Yeah, first I feel old. You know that now, now that looking back at it, it's like man, my senior game was a long time ago. And um, but just really happy that that we were able to get. Uh, it's hard to say goodbye, you know, but 
happy that we get the bowl game because it, it just delays the inevitable where you're going to have to say goodbye to a bunch of guys that, that you care about and have done so much for the program. And so we're just happy that we get to delay the, the goodbye a little bit more, but ha- also happy that our guys were able to get that win. That, that, that's the, the last feeling that they have of being on this field is getting a victory. Interesting in that sense because you don't know how many of them will be back. Mm-hmm. Some of them have said they will. Some of them are probably already decided that yeah. they're going. But there's a lot of those guys that you said, you know, congratulated tonight who might get another chance next year. Yeah, and I think it's just having the uh, opportunity to give them feedback on whether they're going to go to the NFL or not, or, or whether guys are are ready to hang up the cleats. You know, that that's the there's there's quite a few guys that already know they're just not making it public, and um, but we just wanted to make sure to just cover our our bases just make sure that, uh, uh, that that we give them a goodbye just in case, you know. So, but there there are a few that this is just this is it. I, I believe it's thirteen that this is it, and just happy that we were able to get this game. And it just seemed it seemed long ago that we played the Boise game, you know, the, the bye. But um, you know, I, I, I give a lot of credit to Utah Tech. There's so many guys on that staff that we know that worked with us that have been analysts and GAs for us, and so they're really familiar with what we do and. Uh, and then they got their guys ready to play. They're motivated to play this game, and they're excited. And and our guys were too. You know, it was a good game, and and battled, you know, for the, for the first first half. And I think we were able to settle down and get things under control for the rest of the game after that. Last question. It's kind of sad to see Lopini didn't get to play a lot. Was he taken out because he fumbled, or was he hurt? Or yeah, I wasn't even thinking about all that stuff. I know that we fumbled the ball. We turned the ball over a couple times. Defensively, we didn't get turnovers, so that's. That's, you know, we, we needed to, other than I think the fourth down was the only one that we had. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys that I wish you could just play all the seniors the entire time, you know. Um, we try to do that towards the end, even on offense and defense, but uh, this is a team game. All the guys should be proud of getting the win, including guys like Lopini and others. And there's some that didn't get to play. Um, D'Angelo didn't get to play, and others that didn't get to play in this game uh, because of injury. And, you know, I looked, I think of Gunnar Romney and others. And so I'm just thankful that um, whether they weren't able to perform on the field, the, the things that they did on the sideline and for the program still carried through. So I, I'm, I'm thankful that I get the coach guys that relish in the roles that they have and, and try to be an influence regardless of whether they're on the field or not. All right, guys, appreciate it. All right, there's Kalani Stocky with his post-game press conference. He'll be throwing on a headset here in just a second and joining us in just a moment. BYU gets the victory over Utah Tech, 52-26. Ben Baglin and Riley Jensen will be back with you in just a second as we transfer over to Cougar Nation now. This is BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the BYU Creamery Cougar Nation now. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Be a part of the show by emailing your questions to CougarNationNow at BYU.edu or tweet your questions to at Greg Grubel using hashtag BYUCNN. Let's head live to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join Riley Nelson, Mitchell Jurgens, and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grubel. One three's not bad. That's a three thirty three batting average. So that's what we'll go with right there. Riley Nelson in the booth. Ben Bagley filling in for Greg Rubel, who's over at the Marriott Center, getting ready for some BYU basketball tonight as they they host Nichols and Mitchell Jurgen still down in the locker room. Uh, we'll hear from Kalani Satake in just a second. But we are in the Cougar Nation now. Brought to you by BYU BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. And Riley during. 
this portion of the program, we like to throw out a trivia question so people can win a couple half gallon of delicious BYU Creamery ice cream. And you have the post note in the trivia question. Let's hear it. I do, courtesy of our own Ralph Sokolowski. How many home games has BYU lost at home in the month of November since 2006? So the last 15 seasons, how many home losses in the month of November? Ooh, that's a good one. I, I, I knew a stat similar to that, a little tweak earlier this week on BYU Sports Nation, so now I'm trying to remember Obviously, if I know they're 1-0 in 2022 because yes. of the bye and two away games. Yes. How many losses at home in the month of November in the last 15 seasons? So you there know you the go. An- if you know the answer to that trivia question, send, a, send them in on Twitter using the hashtag, hashtag BYUCNN. Use that, use that ha- Twitter hashtag to send in your answers. We'll give away a couple of ga- half gallons of BYU Creamery ice cream coming up next. We're also waiting to hear from Kalani Satake in his office. BYU gets the victory 52-26. to 26. This is B- the BYU Creamery Cougar Nation Now Show live on the BYU New Skin Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Nation Now on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, welcome in to the BYU Creamery Cougar Nation now. Ben Bagley filling in for Greg Rubel. You'll hear plenty of Greg coming up here in about a half an hour over at the Marriott Center as BYU gets re- basketball gets ready to host Nichols. We're waiting to hear from Kalani Sataki from his office. Uh, he'll join us in just a second. Ben Bagley and Riley Nelson in the booth. Mitchell Juergens down the locker room helping us out there. And Riley, you threw a trivia question before the break. Can I give our participants uh, maybe a little bit of guidance? Yeah, because I think so, they may have misunder- misunderstood the question. You're so talking since, about home since two, losses. Th- since 2006, how many games has BYU lost in the month of November in Lavelle Edwards Stadium? Keep in mind that during uh, – granted, that wasn't all independence, but – the majority of that time has been during independence, and the November schedule lightens up significantly because everybody else is in the thick of their rivalry games and their conference slates. So, yeah, we we, oh, we just got one person oh, who got it right, but the, but we haven't got a second person yet. So that's, uh, that's okay. I think well, is it just one winner. We need. Yeah, I don't get to do this every time. Every time, so it's just one winner. One winner gets two. They get their choice. Oh, that's even keep, better. Keep in mind that your roommates, spouses, significant others. One gets one half gallon for themselves. One gets the other. And if it is a solo flyer, they just get to enjoy either two half gallons of their favorite or mix it up. Well, there you go. Then we got a winner then at Brian Blatch on Twitter, at Brian Blatch. He's got the right answer, and the right answer is Riley. One, UMass in 2017 during that uh, that really tough stretch. And it was mentioned during our broadcast that Kalani, this he qualifies for a bowl game. Um, and we've got Kalani on now, but uh, uh, he's qualified for a bowl game in every season but one, and 2017 was the one time we didn't. All right, let's go downstairs and talk to the head coach of the BYU Cougars, Kalani Satake. Kalani. Congratulations on the win. What's up, guys? Coach, lucky number 11. Did you realize you've never lost the 11th game of your season? No, uh, we should probably just make it all 11 games. Like, let's just start off with <laughs> that. Like, yeah, so are we, are we, we, hit reset. we playing 11, uh, <laughs> game 11 next week, too? Yeah, there you go. I like it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, Kalani, uh, we, we don't have a lot of time here, so just want to ask you a couple of questions, then we'll let you go uh, hang out with your players and celebrate the win and the bowl eligibility. Let's start there with the bowl eligibility. As coaches, you love to have the extra time with the kids and the development of the teams and practices, but what does bowl eligibility for this team mean? 
Yeah, I, I can barely hear you, but I, I, th I think the bowl eligible for for us is extra time. We can increase our football IQ with especially the young guys. There's, there's some guys that, are, that are developed and had some time to redshirt and, and uh, put in a lot of time in the weight room, but now it's a giving giving them an opportunity to play in, in, in a more of a predominant role, even on special teams. And that that's the the key. And then and then we just get to delay the the inevitable, which is saying goodbye to our guys. And so uh, that that that's that's the the key and, and, and using those extra practices that helps you get ready to go into the off season. That that that's the uh, the huge benefit that I see. And when you have teams that that struggle and programs that struggle, I think the biggest part of the struggle is that their their season ends and they're not able to utilize the extra practices. And um, so for it's vital for us to be bowl eligible so we can take advantage of all those extra the extra time with our boys coach i only get one question for you tonight because the basketball game's coming up quick uh you mentioned struggling programs stanford counts themselves one although they are up against cal if if they can close that out obviously they'll be uh four and seven heading into the matchup t t tomorrow but i know david shaw very well respected in coaching circles and what is the challenge next week in palo alto look like well part of the game is is respecting your opponent and respecting them no, no matter what the score or the, whether what the um the uh, the record is and and we have a lot of respect for David Shaw. Those guys have won a lot of games and the players at Stanford. So we're we know we're expecting their best shot and we just got to make sure we have we have our best shot ready to go. Same thing happened against Tech today. You know they they brought their best shot and I don't think we we started off the way we wanted to and this is, gives us an opportunity to just play full sixty minutes the way we want. You know and that's 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 the that's the goal going to this game. Kalani, one last question for you. Senior day here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. You get an opportunity to, to, to honor the seniors and those who may not be back next year. I mean, what does it mean uh, to be able to do this, finish this game on a win with this group that's been with you almost your entire tenure for some of these guys? Yeah, I mean, it means a lot that, that just to get them a win and you see how excited and happy they are on the field. And that a lot of them are still out there taking pictures with their families and seeing everybody and talking you know, even even in the stands there. So um, it's just good to, to have them. You remember your last game here. and, and uh, But I, I also don't want them just to focus on getting the win in the last game. I, I want them to be proud of the games that they've won and in, in, in their time that they've been here, the, the growth and the progress that they've made, not just as a football player but as a person. I'm really proud of the people that they've become. I'm excited about the guys that are leaving, about the, what they can do at the next level, whether it's the NFL or professionally, whatever they decide to do. But more importantly, the, the, the roles that are going to happen as fathers and husbands and people in the community, I'm really excited about them. And, Kalani, you said in the post-game press conference that uh, your senior day it seemed like so long ago. I just want to correct you. It wasn't that long ago because I covered that game. So if it was a long <laughs> time ago, then we're both old. Yeah, it, we are old. I, I, think, I think you just got to – Remember, we're old, but but as long as we think young, we're going to be just fine. But the uh, it, it's just a lot of fun, man, I, and I, it's such an honor for me to be here and to be the coach here and, and to be around these young men and, and this program and the people that are surrounded around BYU football, especially Cougar Nation. The fans are unbelievable. They're awesome and uh, just just love every every part of my life and, and, and love it, the fact that we got this win for these, these young men. Well, Coach, congrats on the win. Congrats on ball eligibility. Go enjoy it with your team. Appreciate it, guys. Go Cougs. There you go. Head Coach Kalani Satake joining us. That's going to wrap things up for us, Riley. Any final thoughts? 
on to Palo Alto and then wherever from there. Hopefully an announcement comes this week so uh, we can see how disruptive it's going to be for our holiday plans and how how mad my wife's going to be at me. <laughs> but she under, she knew what she was getting into when she met me, though. Got to love BYU football. Absolutely. So that'll wrap things up for Riley, for Mitch, for Greg, for myself. Riley's on to Palo Alto. We're on back to the Marriott Center. We'll go to Cleon Wall coming up next with Cougar Pregame Live as BYU basketball host Nickel States. After that, Greg Rebell, Mark Duran on the call. You've been listening to BYU Creamery, Cougar Nation Now, and BYU Football. BYU gets the win, 52-26 to over Utah Tech. That'll wrap things up here on the BYU New Skin Sports Network.